Warning. Thunder Talk contains foul language, adult subject matter, and is intended for mature audiences. On this jumbo issue of Thunder Talk, we talk about con, conventions, big ones, small ones, awesome ones, pretty good ones, your cons, my cons, icons. Beth and Kaviko went to SoonerCon. Dan was at Kirklana. Sexy Thor's Trachnologist Trash. Wait, who wrote this? I swear I'm gonna fire like half the writers here. Missy H2O Waters, a Thunder Talk legend, and Chris from Nerdbliss Podcast. Definitely a Thunder Talk legend. Pop in for a spell. Double Thunder Power, coming up now. Lightning Lad, roll the thunder. The Weirdos Workshop presents Thunder Talk Beth Sexy Thor Kavika Thunder Talk Thunder Talk Beth Sexy Thor Kavika Thunder Talk. So, uh, Dan, we heard that uh, you went to a convention. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, it was a Star Trek convention. Star uh, Trek? Star Trek, Star Trek, yo. You know that's our jam? Yeah, it is. It is. Well, like three quarters our jam. I mean, I don't want to name any names here, but we got someone doesn't watch a whole lot of Trek. that really familiar with it. I'm not calling out any names. Adam, <clears throat> sexy Thor. <clears throat> Adam. Hey, I almost won that uh, trivial pursuit of Star Trek that one day. Oh uh, yeah, no, that's. Uh, I mean, one could say that the rules and just the general dynamics of the dice had something to do with that. But yeah, no, you're right. Okay, okay. Yeah, you, you know. Hey, what, you know remember that one time I pretended to like Star Trek for a couple hours? Yeah, <laughs> and then and then did it on a podcast. Yeah. Uh, no, Treklana. It was the very first Star Trek convention I'd ever been to in my life, and it was absolutely amazing. That's wonderful. What did you What did you like most about this convention, Treklanta? Treklanta, a Treklanta. What I liked most about it was the sense of community and family. I gushed about that hardcore over at uh, Nerd Bliss, Nerd Bliss Up. You know, I want to talk, you can all attest to this, that Dan wants to talk Trek 24-7, right? Sure. I really found that even with Dragon Con, a convention that's, you know, uh, quite a bit bigger than Treklanta, it's, it really comes down to the community and the people you run into. You know, you couldn't be more right. You couldn't be more right about that, Kavika. I've only been to Dragon Con once. And for me, it was like being lost at Disneyland. You know, it's a it's a sea what? of nerds for sure. I mean, you are totally. just a a sing a small little dinghy out on the ocean of nerds. No, absolutely, and it was wonderful. Yeah, it was, when yeah. I say lost at Disneyland, I mean I ditched my parents at Disneyland. Yeah, <laughs> and I saw I saw Space Mountain on the horizon, and I just ran. <laughs> you know, yeah, Dragon Con for me was like uh, the the largest best party you could have with your friends. Whereas uh, Trek Lanta was like a family reunion, even though I didn't know anyone there. 
Does that make sense? Yeah, it's smaller, but there's yep. still that sense of community and family and everybody, you know, similar interests. Everybody is excited to see each other, even if you don't know each other, because you know that you still have that common thread. That's uh, real. That's absolutely real. My my biggest takeaway was just the the absolute sense of of being in a safe place. What's interesting is you always have this uh, certain group of people that you sh- that will step out and go above and beyond. Uh, you'll probably see this with those the people that you met who run the Treklanus stuff, but also do the uh, Dragon Con stuff. Those type of people that they're always willing to do a little bit more. So oh, absolutely, absolutely. Just so many people going above and beyond. Many of them, uh, even guests, even even just visitors. Pitching in and helping out, making it just one cooperative experience. So how big of a convention do you think it was? Like, how many people? Uh, it was pretty big. The convention is in the tradition of that old convention. You know, the crowds are small. You're able to get intimate and personal. We found out not too long ago that there's a convention like in Northwest Arkansas, which isn't too terribly far from us. And we were kind of like, what? They have a convention? So there's big ones and small ones. And people who don't know anything about conventions, they probably only think of really huge things like Comic-Con and E3 whenever they think about conventions. But I mean, big or small, they're they're all relevant. Uh, yeah, trying to compare this to larger cons like uh, San Diego Comic Con, things like that. Uh, this is more akin to like our con, you know, SC Comic Con up here. We had about 5,000 people roll in and out of there uh, a few months ago. Big up, SC Comic Con. And, you know, the, the, you're really able to get in there with the community at a con like this. It's It's the difference between... Just the, the the largest, raddest party you've ever had with all your friends and the uh, the coolest, loosest family reunion you've ever had, which involves both joy and catharsis. You know, they're both very different emotional processes. Well, if that if that makes me sound cool, it yeah. does. It does. Uh, <laughs> the intimacy that you get at smaller conventions is really nice. I, I enjoy that. You don't feel as rushed. Some of the bigger conventions, you feel rushed, like you're, you have that FOMO, you know, and you're always rushing off to the next thing, and there's right. a, there's always something. But when you have like a, a smaller convention, you can usually take your time a little bit more and get caught up in conversations that you have with people that you run into, or with the uh, the talent that they they bring in, you know. So that's that's really nice. Oh, totally, totally. Uh, this year we had uh, Aaron Eisenberg, the actor that who played Nog on D Space Nine. His character, you know, the homeboy was there from episode one to episode we're done. Right? He, he that, his, that's great job security. Yeah. Like if you get one of those, and you were able to roll up and and hang with the guy. So many people walked away from Treklana. Uh, personal friends on Facebook with Aaron Eisenberg. I, I wonder if uh, whenever somebody just starts into Star Trek, and I'm talking about an actor or actress that is associated with the new Star Trek, they've most time they're uh, people that have n- not been known. And then 
all of a sudden they are known. I, I wonder if somebody ever has to talk with them, like, are you prepared to meet these fans? And they're going to want to have a relationship with you now. You're going to have to come to small conventions, big conventions. Yeah, no, exactly. exactly. Like letting them know, did, did you know, in exchange for a paycheck, the responsibility you've taken on to so many millions of fans? They're like, no, right? no nobody's had this conversation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, gosh. Uh, what else? Uh, Chris over the Nerd Bliss podcast, another another show that I uh, lend my shine to. He and you I were, shine uh, really well there. I mean, Chris is oh. really good about directing conversations. I mean, he's really smart. He researches a lot. We need Chris. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I without with no, no Chris, no Dan. That's just the way it is. <laughs> it's just, Chris would still be Chris, <laughs> right? Yeah. But they're, they're, no, no Chris, no Chris, no Dan. Uh, he was the auxiliary track director at Treklanta, and I was his, I was his, his Riker. His, so his what does Schmied, a, so to speak? What does a track uh, track director do? I mean, they just pick out the different workshops and things and adjust schedules or. Truck director, track director, tra- 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 track director, track director, uh, truck tra- director, tra- <laughs> uh, track director. So the schedule is finalized and solidified by someone else. Once that's done, and you know, uh, everybody out there, maybe uh, you're not super hip to the con circuit, con, con, con life. There are tracks, and by tracks we mean panels slash events that are scheduled, and you'll have you know uh, uh, parallel tracks. As in, you can have in your first panel the Miss Klingon Universe Awards, and that then sounds so same, sexy. Oh, dude, no, Miss Klingon Empire. Like we actually check out uh, check out Nerd Bliss right now. We interview Miss Klingon Empire. No, y'all need to come. Everybody needs to come to this thing. Um, so you'll have like an event like that happening. At the same time, you can go listen to an author who wrote a really cool Star Trek book who's going to talk about not only uh, her book, his book, uh, but also uh, writing for Star Trek in general would be happening simultaneously. The, the auxiliary track, the second track, if you will, outside of the main room, that was Chris and Dan awesome that's that's make, good oh dude it was red you know you, you make sure that the guests have everything they need you know water make sure the uh their mic is close enough uh close the doors uh maybe some light emceeing you know introductions and whatnot you know when i was there i would definitely lend my enthusiasm from the crowd and yeah i got to run around with a badge that said uh, volunteer auxiliary track and i got to look important i got to feel important it was pretty neat like every time i was walking even when i was like going to have a smoke or just go up to my room just wherever i was going you had that important walk that's right that's right i walked with purpose <laughs> but did you really do light emceeing uh no not really <laughs> did i do some mc lighting absolutely get my mc light on <laughs> Cha-cha-cha to the smarty crock. I'm the dopest female that you've heard thus far. Making it fire. Uh, that's right. That's right. Fire. Yeah, so that was that whole auxiliary track. Well, maybe tip. next year, uh, Beth and I will try to get out there. Y- y'all would dig it the most. You really would. You Probably. Really would. 
we did three panels at this thing where we were up there all like, look at us. Were you nervous? At you. I would have been nervous. A little bit. You know, it's weird. It's like in my head, in my heart, I'm not nervous, but in my body, I, I shake. I get, I get, I get sweaty little, palms, little tremors. No, not necessarily sweaty palms. Like, like the very, very, very top of my head begins to sweat. It almost has the same reaction as when I'm eating uh, spicy food. And yeah, my hands shake. Like I'm on point and I'm feeling good. Yeah, I'm on like a bomb. But yeah, like it's like I'm physically betrayed though, you know? That's that excitement. Can't can't contains it. Hello America. You like listening to knowledgeable people who are passionate about what they do? Wilbur does, don't you Wilbur? But what about Daisy? She likes to listen to shows about pop culture, movies, television, and comic books. Good thing Wilbur and Daisy found the Nerd Bliss Podcast. You too can find the Nerd Bliss Podcast at nerdblisspodcast.com and on the ESO Network. Just remember, Nerd Bliss is one word. We've been talking a little bit about conventions, and let's get into that. Let's talk about it. Like, best, worst, funniest. Tell us your convention stories, guys. Let's talk about conventions, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good cons Let's talk about all the, the nerd things. That may be. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a damn good idea. Uh, Kavika, tell us tell us what your best, worst, whatever uh, con experience. Well, one, I don't think there are bad cons. Oh, okay. All right. Very, very, very philosophical. I, I mean, I think there there are nuanced cons that I might not like, but as far as um, best, worst, what, what was it? Best, best, worst, worst funniest, whatever. Funniest. Give, give us a story that's funny. Give us a story that's going to make our listeners be like, "Yeah, I want to listen to the next show." Go. <laughs> so my best experience is probably meeting y'all. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I so remember. That, I mean, for, for us, it really kind of changed. It cemented some of the feelings that we were having um, towards coming to Dragon Con and coming to conventions. Is just that it's really awesome to be able to meet people with, like, completely different backgrounds, but very similar in... The way like you kind of view a lot of life, right, right, right. But it was I, I, I don't know. I think that that probably meeting people randomly in a line, meeting people on the walk to go see the vendors or anything like that. That's probably the best part. No, that's a good one. Yeah, no, uh, meeting meeting Beth and Kavika was a was a huge deal, huge deal for us certainly. Star Trek Discovery panel, what kinds of discovery going on these days? Yeah, yeah. Damn. I, no, it's I guess meeting. with those rock star seats. Oh my gosh. Yeah. They were wonderful seats. I mean, like, it was Heck crazy. Yeah. I mean, we were in a famous person selfie. I mean, we're kind of a big deal. We're kind of a big deal. Kind of a big deal on that. Yeah. 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 We'll jump back to that in a minute because that was an, that's an epic, that's an epic tale. Epic tale right there. Chris. The part of sexy Thor, Adam, was played by Chris Jones of Nerdbliss. <laughs> <laughs> What uh, tell us now? You've 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 conned around for a, for a minute, right? Uh, Eleven years, uh, big cons, little cons. Ah, uh, gah, so many. Um, the one that sticks out in my mind right now is we were at uh, this little one-off convention called InvaderCon. So far, the only 
convention dedicated to Invader Zim, of all things. <laughs> Invader Zim. And uh, most of the cast and creators were there, and we were in line for Richard Horvitz's autograph. And it was, I don't know, maybe 10 or 12 people in front of me. And uh, the guy that played Dib uh, was sitting next to him. So there was just two lines going down the hallway. And uh, Dib's line was significantly shorter than Zim's was because it's Dib. So this uh, group of uh, young, young women in front of me uh, start to feel bad for the guy with the short line. And they decided to uh, to count it off and scream in unison, We love you, Dib! <laughs> when that happened, awesome. Richard Horvitz stood up and in full character was screaming as Zim, Traitors! You cannot stand in my line and cheer for Dib! <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's awesome. That, yeah, that's awesome. a great story. and That's awesome. hilarious. Anytime a creator comes right and starts doing... Yeah, that's amazing. That's super cool. Super Invader Zim. That was created by the same person who did uh, Johnny the Homicidal Maniac line of comics, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, yes, he was a uh, Johnny the Homicidal Maniac guy. Yeah, no, Invader Zim. In terms of the creator creation team, th- there's a much darker, infinitely darker side to their work. Yeah, as uh, as dark as uh, Zim was, it gets darker. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Nice. So I, I, I've i never watched Invader Zim. Are you saying it's worth a watch? Is it a movie? Is it a series? It's a, a, Nick, a series uh, that Nickelodeon did back in the late 90s, I think. And uh, yeah, I think it's worth a watch. It's definitely weird. Uh, semi-dystopian? I'll let you decide. But uh, watch uh, one or two episodes. You'll get the idea pretty quick. Yeah, I'll totally download it. The internet will magically provide the content. Internet will give it to you. See, you, you put you put your intention out there in the universe delivers. It's very zen. It's magic. Beth. Yes. <laughs> What's up? Oh, I have a couple of con stories. A couple of short con stories. Ooh, do tell, do tell. So my first one is, uh, I haven't been to a lot of cons, but the first cons that I went to, they used to have Trek Expo here in Tulsa. And I went, I looked up the dates even, I went in 2010 and 2011. And I met Garrett Wong there because he was always like an MC, And of course, you know, he's big into going to all the cons. And some Harry Kim, yo. Yes. So, oh, funny story, I met him at Trek Expo, and funny story number one about that is he's actually the person that told me about Dragon Con. No kidding. And I wanted to go to Dragon Con ever since I heard about it from him, and then, you know, years later, I finally got to go to Dragon Con and have gone the last two years and going again this year. Second funny thing about that is I actually met him in person at Trek Expo before I ever watched him on Star Trek. Oh, seriously? And so it was, yeah, so it was really (laughs) funny to do that backwards because, of course, his actual personality and instant Harry Kim are completely different. And so I would laugh my ass off every time he would come on the screen because he was so different on the show than he was in person. How is he? How is he in real life? He's great. He's like so outgoing. Yeah. Very outgoing. 
will strike up a conversation with anybody. He even introduced his uh, soon-to-be wife, or did they just get married whenever he introduced us? I don't, I don't know. I don't know if they had just got married. That's awesome. But That's awesome. anyway, I would say my best con story, though, or best con experience is actually, you know, I'm not super close with a lot of my family. There are a lot of differences, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, I hear there, that. there are a lot of members of my families who are on the Trump train, and that's really not right. cool at all. Right. But my brother Rich is the member of my family that I'm the closest to. We, you know, I met him. Of course, I, he's my yeah. I met him last year, yeah, yeah. Great people. Yeah, great we're people. only a year and a half apart in age. We grew up with a very similar experience, so we're really close. And it's fun to get to go to the cons with him. And this last year, we actually went to some of the dances one night. Since they, we usually stay with them, and they live an hour away, we have to drive home, and we don't get to stay for that stuff. But one night we stayed late, and it was fun to get to go like hang out and like share this experience with my brother. And of course, we went to the to a couple of the dances, and he and I would like mirror each other doing dance moves, and it was super fun. <laughs> right on. So it's nice to be able to share this experience with at least one member of my family. That's awesome. That's a that's a great one. Very cool. Or, or am I going to be seeing him this year? He's going to be there this year. I know y'all going to be there. You know, yes, going to be yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. Yep, we're going to be there. My brother and his husband are going to be there and we actually got a hotel for friday and saturday so nice. we'll be able to to come out oh yeah whoop whoop yeah yeah you can watch my brother and i dance party oh yeah, no yeah. I'll, it is kind of crazy i'll dance party with with all y'all all night it's cute we're cute very cool i'll work on my floss <laughs> yes yes i want to see chris flossing i absolutely want to see that yeah uh yeah no you're on the hook bro <laughs> we need you need to get your floss on. You've got three months. Oh, it's cool. I'm down. I'm down. We're gonna live stream that shit on the nerd list page. You know it. You know yes. it. Yes. Right on. Uh my my favorite con story is the same as Kavika's. Great minds think alike. Yeah, no, that's right. And so and so do we sometimes, right? Sometimes. Kavika, you mentioned meeting good people. Uh Beth, you talk about experiencing it with your your family right for me you know and and chris like invader zim is cool uh like tying it all together would when we met you uh ben and kavika it was in line for the star trek discovery panel right i remember okay so i remember chris and i getting in line pretty quick you guys were right behind us and i wanted like this is like confession time i wanted like 18 inches maybe two feet more like of room to stand and occupy, because uh, I felt the space that we were occupying was pretty cramped. And Beth, uh, I mean, Kavika, I remember you were sitting on the ground, and you did not budge. You did not care. <laughs> oh, hell no. Every, every, every little shred of, of body language that one would throw out to a stranger in a queue, uh, you just didn't give a f- <laughs> and you were, you were budging an inch. And I remember Chris and I pretty much snuggling. For that first 30 <laughs> minutes in line, 40 minutes in line before we got walked in. That, that's funny. I, I mean, I can, I'm pretty good about maintaining my space. Like, this is my piece of uh, property. 
now. Well, as I recall, you guys had also pre-gamed pretty hard before that panel. I well, she had. I had. I had. Um, I was a sober person. I brought a water ball or, or, or a water bottle full of monkey shoulder. And I drank it all just <laughs> waiting in the line heard of that. And I'm scared just, of it. So it was a yeah. good time. I, I, I was having a good time. Oh, my God. Uh, we were we were all having such a good time. They, they led us into the second line, which we had to stand in for a while. And it was Kavika. You struck up a conversation with me. And I just conversated right back with you. And we just clicked. And Beth yeah, and Chris and Tina were there. And you were there. And you were there. And you were there. Yeah, I say this all the time. Everyone is just Kavika's friend that she hasn't met yet. Yeah, right. Right. She can talk to anyone and she makes friends with anyone. Totally. It's true. Everybody's my friend. That's right. That's right. And uh, we're honored <laughs> to be counted among them. History was made that day, mm. everybody. That was the uh the, that was thun- that was the conception of uh of of Thunder Talk's greatness. future right there. Yeah. Right of total greatness. We had front row seats to this panel. We had yes, we yes, did. We did. front row center stage seats. We were ten. I was ten feet away from Captain Malfoy, <laughs> from, from Draco's dad. He was right there. He was so right there. I was wearing these sandals, and I did not uh, pumice or clip my toenails a few weeks prior. And I was so close to this man, to 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 Draco's dad, and the rest of the cast. We were so close to them that I was like curling my toes up and like curling my feet back under my chair because I was so self-conscious <laughs> that all of these people whom I admire and would like to think that uh, they would admire me back someday. I didn't want them looking at my feet going, oh, Jesus, another one of these guys. Yeah, he's not even lion guys, really. Yeah, and that was uh, that, that was uh, that was amazing. See, in my mind, the name of that panel is Mary Chifo's Pedicure Oh, yeah, because right. it was right there. I could just just look down. Well, Dan, on your Dragon Con prep list this year, put pedicure on it. Pedicure. Pedicure. Like three days prior. Yeah, definitely. Or you could use it as part of your cosplay. You know, know that's another could... way to go. I could just not bathe and uh, roll around in some dirt. Yeah. And just, oh, that would be horrible. And then, and then and then the front of my shirt. It would be so ripe. We'll just say costume. <laughs> I'm yeah. picking up on a theme here, Dan, with your uh, cosplays. Well, yeah, I don't like to leave, uh, you know, I, I like to just, uh, I want people to know what I'm wearing. I want to know what I am. <laughs> Romulan ambassador. And I have to say, uh, and again, getting back on uh, what you all had said, there I was, front row center, to this just amazing, epic panel. There might have been a thousand people in that auditorium, in that room. There was there was pretty packed. There probably oh, were. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it was packed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There were a lot. Front row center to my left are are my family, Chris and Tina, the people I love. Uh, the reason, the entire reason why I was even there at this thing. To my right, two of the raddest people I've ever met in my entire life and ever will, and just just new lifelong family, uh, whom you know, just like with Chris and Tina, just making big things happen. Aww. I have hearts beaming. Yeah, she has heart eyes right now. Oh, oh. Glitter, glitter like large anime eyes. Awesome. Yeah. Exact- yep. Take a picture, Beth. Take a picture. <laughs> She's like, Senpai noticed me. 
I'm not your senpai. I'm not your senpai. I'm your goddamn sensei. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah, that escalated oh, quickly. Wow. Oh, my ego doesn't need much. Dan may need a shirt that says that. I escalate things. <laughs> Escalates quickly. Sorry, not sorry. Thunder Talk exclusive. <laughs> yeah, so we got H2O here up in the studio with us tonight here on that sweet, sweet Thunder Talk. So what's up? So what's what's going to be the name of this track here? The name of the track is Unexpectable. Please expect all that you unexpected. It's going to be real. It's going to be live. It's going to be full of that funk shit. Where can we all find you? My music is on SoundCloud. Mm. Look up Damien Waters 1. Damien Waters 1 on SoundCloud. I'm also on Instagram, Waters Why You Live, which is W-A-T-E-R-S-Y, the letter Y, you live. Y'all heard that here first. Y'all heard that here last. What's that track one more time? Unexpectable. Unexpectable coming at you now. I'm a gorilla bands. Yeah. Tell the girl, bring me the bands. Yeah. Matter of fact, let it replay. Huh? Do it with no hands. Yeah. Whipping a plane, no plane chain. Get him and move him again. Been doing it, man. Won't ever stop. Headed to the top. What? Bitches wanna rock. I'm not trying to grow, tell the game, let's go, money to make, no time to waste, using different ways, not waiting, yeah, sitting in the Chevy, huh? missing with the sticky, yeah. tell them pull up quickly, yeah, we up on ammo, yeah. call me the mob, yeah. building the empire, no building the bob, what you spit is flaws, I take over, you a lame bitch, exclusive for no reason, you out of season, plenty sauce in my veins, go all day, can't fuck, babe. The money on my mind, saving every dime, working like it's a crime. Paying myself in overtime, I'm gonna shine like the sun. Your shit is overdone, I need the taste of blood. We finna take over, no more makeup shit. You know my crew been doing it since the 80s, bitch. We run the shit, make them bow down, king and shit. No words for them, bitch boys, you know we told them. Go all day, they can't touch me, flow is unexpectable. They look flustered, I bend the rain to the fire, it's been nothing. Let the dragon speak for you, then you is nothing. I run the jungle, been hungry, connections, never use them. Done sleeping on myself, won't abuse them. Pockets fatter than Big Mama, cooking steaks, always gonna eat, never worry about the next bitch. Turn a vision with the money, my consistency you cannot compete Call me a beast, meet up with the dope man, he set me free Not something you want me to be, happy when I'm just me Of course I'll be rolling, don't point a finger at me Just need a drink to calm the high down, you know how I be Score a game, leave them bloody when I leave the streets No answer to your questions, so it's incomplete most of my sins are in the sheets Catch them slip and run up Make they life complete No regrets, the money consoles me 
We finna take over, no more makeup shit You know my crew been doing it since the 80s, bitch We run the shit, make them bow down, king and shit No words for them, bitch boys, you know we totin' Get to the money all day, you know, no, no time, time to play Run, hit me up, say he on the way Yeah, doing bigger things, yeah Need me a driver, in the backseat, fucking Gotta go, it's time to show out Come party, throw up once, they love it In the mountains, we run that pull out the juice Never known to chase shit, never sent invitation But they always made it Gotta step it, Molly, get them fucking thrown out What's a wife when I got foreign hoes that love to lick me down? In the streets, never naked, niggas never overstepping Pray to God I make it through the day, it's never been the same Since we last conversed, life is always turning corners For the good and the worst, whatever happens to me I stay smiling, that's when they come after me I can go the mileage, I can go for hours It's not a problem to me Never trust these bitches, all they see is wallets Never fuck these bitches, all I know is commas We finna take over, no more makeup shit You know my crew been doing it since the 80s, bitch We run this shit, make them bow down, king and shit No words for them, bitch boys, you know we totin' This is a 30-second ad spot for the Black Market Toast podcast, where we take a piece of media out of the cupboard, dust it off, toast it up, and serve it as something completely new. What? Well, it means we either listen to or watch a movie or TV show or piece of music, and then... It's not like we just use whatever media we pick as a conversation starter. (laughs) Well, because it's fun, okay? Listen to it on your podcatcher of choice, and follow us on Facebook or something. We look forward to trying to get out there into Trek Planet as well. Yeah, no, it's you all belong on a panel, and it's it's really awesome whenever multiple generations are able to come together, and everybody everybody loves Star Trek except for Adam. Adam, everybody loves Star Trek except for Adam. <laughs> Adam's a communist. <laughs> you some <Whoa>. bitch. <laughs> hey, don't call me some bitch sitting in an alehouse getting thirst trapped by Nancy Pelosi, motherfucker. I was. I was. That's real. That's real. We were out uh, the other night. Nancy Pelosi was on TV. And, you know, I've been, think- I've been thinking this for a few years now. She is in excellent shape. I admire whatever her health regimen is. I don't want to objectify people here, especially uh, people that hold office at the double standard of the genders. That's, that's bullshit. No, she looks really good for her age. And, I mean, she's... Oh, my God. S- thank you. She's, right. you know, she's... Uh- Slugging it out with a whole bunch of assholes, and she's doing... That's pretty hot. Yeah, she's doing a good job. Super hot. I mean, super how hot. does she stay looking like she does? She probably bathes in the blood of interns. But other than that, <laughs> she looks great. <laughs> I know. She she goes one step further than bathing in the blood of millennials like Dan does. Well, she has a she has a budget. Her office has a budget. She can get some interns to bathe in the blood of. I'm still... Moving my money markets around. I'm, we're, we're, I'm getting there. I prefer to drink the tears of my enemies. Oh, tears of my enemies, tears of my allies. Just give me those tears. Just tears those of tears. my enemies are a lot cheaper than blood. What What is that great Conan quote where, you know, I think it's in the first Conan. And his the guy who had him as a slave says, well, you know, what is the secret of life? 
And then Conan gets up there, all burly and oiled muscles, and says, you know, something asinine in very 80s, you know, like lamentation of women. It's a horrible thing. But I don't know. <laughs> girls, girls, girls. Oh. Is what he said. Yeah. Yeah. I was, uh, I was taking her to a strip club once. And I, I probably told you the Motley Crue story at the strip club. I don't think you've told us the Motley Crue story at the strip club. Tell them the story of the Motley Crue story in the strip club. No! Tell us. Tell us. Uh, well, uh, why don't I save it for later? Aww. <sighs> okay, fine. All right. Yeah. All right. So I'm not a fan of strip clubs. I certainly don't uh, have any negative opinion on the people who work at strip clubs. I was taking a strip club one night playing over the loudspeakers is Motley fucking crew whom I adored as a kid, but ultimately so much of their work was just this like disposable misogynistic, uh, strip club music, right? Yeah. It's facts. It's amazing facts. how a lot yeah. of that stuff is that way. When you listen to it again, that's uh, real. Oh my gosh. There's so many things I've had to be like, eh, you know, this really doesn't fit in with my modern sensibilities. I'm going to really have to think twice about that. And uh, the portions of Motley Crue have definitely come under that scrutiny. I'm at the strip club. We're getting in, and there's Motley Crue playing. And I look at the woman uh, behind the register, uh, for some reason thinking that she would clue in on the irony, which was a very narcissistic moment for myself. Because for me, yeah, this is sort of irony being at a strip club. That doesn't mean the rest of the world is ironic, right? <laughs> You're just seeing a little too much into it, Dan. Continue. No, that's real. Just too too self-involved. I look at uh, my friend behind the register, and I say, hey, who would have thought Motley Crue playing at a strip club, right? <laughs> and she looks up at me with these fuck you eyes and says, Motley Crue is a great band. They're great guys. Motley Crue's cool. I like Motley Crue. What's wrong with Motley Crue? I love Motley Crue. Very defensive. Oh. And I just, I just, it's like I had to put my head down and be like, sorry, ma'am. <laughs> You offended her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was uh, one of Dan's lesser, lousier moments. Right I, I feel like Generation X, we just naturally offend people. And we don't. Well, we offend ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. We're not good humans. It's Dan's awkward moments. Fuck yeah. I love Dan's awkward moments. Oh my God. Yeah. So does Dan. So does Dan. And then the podcast became the awkward moment. The, the podcast became the awkward moment. I was just bragging. Perfect. So what I think everybody wants to know is from <clears throat> after this uh, instance with the bartender, did you have a good time at the strip club? Not really. Oh, not, <laughs> not, not really. Wasn't really my sad thing. face. <laughs> How much money did you spend? While you were not having a good time. Nothing. Not a dime. I didn't pay my own way in. I was like, I'm going to go home. And they're like, no, we'll pay for you. And I was like, well, okay. And plus, out in South Carolina, uh, liquor sales end at two. Yet, well, like strip clubs can still sell beer and wine until four. So if you want to keep the drinking game going, you move to the South. That's it's You know, the South is far dirtier than other places in the country I've been to, by the way. Just you're on, you're on notice, you dirty South. Yeah, the popular one by three eighty five is open and still sells beer till four. 
Also, ribs are their specialty food, too. I, strip I club ribs? Yeah. Shrimp, strip club ribs, yo. <laughs> It's called Bucks, Racks, and Ribs. <laughs> <laughs> that's not even a joke. That's real. No, I have trouble. I can't. I don't go to Hooters because I'm just, it's ingrained in me. You don't stare at someone. You just don't do that. Right? Hey. If they're, if they're dressed a certain way, then they're doing it for themselves or for whatever reasons that are none of mine. Right? It's just, and I know that sometimes that's stupid, Dan. Stop trying to, stop trying to think you're all Mr. F- Champagne Supernova you know, God's gift to the movement, motherfucker. Okay, I get that. No, let me tell you this. I will go to Hooters for wings because I always cook your wings fresh. I don't go there to, like, look at the girls or whatever. I mean, I like girls, but I go to Hooters because they make your wings fresh. If you go to, like, Buffalo Wild Wings, you're likely to have gotten Ugh. wings that have been sitting under a heat lamp. And who wants that BS? Not me. Hey, uh, you know, something else uh, coming up, our good friend Brandon with the House of Man over at the Nerd Bliss podcast, uh, otherwise known as Anya Man, the performer, the drag queen, the legend down here in the upstate. Uh, he is a fashion mogul now. He's going to be debuting his House of Man. I mean, it's been out and you can buy it. Uh, Houseofman.com. Hit up the show. Hit up me. I'll tell you where to find it. Uh, he's got some you know, great men's fashions a lot of fun men's and women's fuck it it's it's all it's all good stuff he's unveiling his line tonight at the spartanburg fashion show this evening nerd bliss thunder talk on the spot gonna be reporting uh, from there and a cool way to kick off pride month yeah 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 fuck yeah we got some marches got some flag parties going what's up uh this month we uh we would like to get to denver if we could for denver's pride but we'll we'll see Different states do their pride at different times. Since June is Pride Month, most pride festivities happen in June, but not every state or every city sticks to that. Atlanta Pride is in uh, October. They do it at coming out day. Okay, got it. Uh, yeah, for a few for a while now, I've been hitting up the parade down in Spartanburg, and that's in September. Yeah, and Dallas Pride is in either August or September. I can't remember which one. So just kind of depends on where you're at. Here in Oklahoma City, the Pride is at is in June. So it'll be coming up in the next couple weeks. Awesome. Cool. So we're going to kick it over to some of the uh, live footage I'm, I picked up at the, the uh, House of Man fashion debut. And all the sexy clothes. So yeah, we're going to kick it over to that. Take it away to Dan on the scene. Back to you, Dan. <laughs> Thanks, Dan. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right, this is Dan Clink for the Nerd Bliss Podcast with the ESO Network. Uh, it's got a little bit of Thunder Talk going on. Uh, we are here recording live at the West Main Artist Co-op here in Spartanburg. Brandon James, House of Man. Fashion show opening up Fringe Week. Uh, let's uh, let's go inside and take a look. Yeah, so we're here with Michelle Shara. All, all y'all out there in Nerbless Land, you've met her before. Hello. Hey, so where are we at? What are we doing here? We are at the House of Man Fashion Show, uh, the opening for the Spartanburg Fringe Festival, and the lights are going out. What's happening? Um, it's like we're doing yes. a ref rehearsal right now. Yeah, so I've been in in the back in the dressing room, and right. it's. It's everybody's looking amazing, but there's a little panic, so I know they're scrambling to get ready right now. 
Always panic. That's fashion. It's always panic. That's and it's Brandon, so. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, no, yeah. Without, without panic, there's Brandon. <laughs> yeah. Is Kevin around? Yeah. Kevin's got to be. Kevin's right there. Of course he's here. Of course he's here. Kevin's getting all the things together and doing all the work, so. Right, right, right. <laughs> right. So what, what can we expect tonight? I have no idea. I've never been to a fashion show. Oh, really? No. Oh, gosh. Um, I don't know what's happening. Okay. Well, I've been to a few. Uh, yeah. We're going to see some fashion. Yeah. I bet. <laughs> right? We're going to see some, some models. Yeah. All dressed up in, in, in Brandon swag, House mm-hmm. of Man, House of Man up. Oh, a good friend of mine, uh, Brooke Caps, is modeling for the first time ever tonight. So oh, nice. I'm super excited for her. What time we got here? We got the 10 minutes till. 10 till. Uh, they're probably going to start a little late. I would imagine they would start late. That's... I only got here 30 minutes early knowing they would start late. No, they would start late. <laughs> yeah, no, for real, right? Yeah. yeah. It looks like, it looks like they're set in the room right now. Yeah. So we're going to jump Stuff off is the happening. mic. The library is officially open. All right, now I need to send out a huge apology to our good friends, the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. We had some audio issues with some background noise rendering the audio unusable. So for that, I apologize. I want to tell you about some really dear friends of mine that I made at the House of Man fashion show this evening. We had Shada on the mic, as well as Ima and Penny, some new best friends of mine. Uh, again, with the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. They're nuns. Nuns in drag. Now, I'm going to paraphrase their wiki page here. Uh, the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence is a charity protest and street performance organization that uses drag and religious imagery to call attention to sexual intolerance and satirize issues of gender and morality. At their inception in 1979, a small group of gay men in San Francisco began wearing the attire of nuns in visible situations using camp to draw attention to social conflicts and problems in the Castro district. Uh, going from there, they have moved on to become an international organization, a nonprofit charity organization, which raises money for AIDS, LGBTQ plus related causes, and mainstream community service organizations, while promoting safer sex and educating others about the harmful effects of drug use and other risky behaviors. Speaking with uh, Sheeta, we were talking about how they were the first ones to put together an AIDS awareness pamphlet. They were there at the beginning of the AIDS quilt. They have done so much amazing work in in our community, in communities across the country. It was a real privilege to have met them. We're going to have them on the show. Uh, to quote their homepage, we use humor and irreverent wit to expose the forces of bigotry, complacency, and guilt that chain the human spirit. Uh, again, the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. Uh, they were amazing. You can go ahead and find them at thesisters.org. That's thesisters.org. We'll be having them on the show very soon. We'll be able to have an extensive conversation with them and discuss all of the advocacy that they do on behalf of all of us, making this whole human race thing a whole lot better. Again, the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. Thank you so much for your time, and we look forward to speaking with you soon. All right, so we are here with Mr. Sandy... Sandy Staggs. Sandy Staggs. Where are we? Well, 
Dan, we're at the West Main Artist Cooperative in Spartanburg, South Carolina. And uh, we just wrapped up our opening night of the House of Man fashion show. Yeah, we did. The opening night of the Spartanburg Fringe Arts Festival. And we couldn't yes. be happier. Had a great, a great turnout. Yes. Oh, my gosh. It's such a, such a huge turnout. Tell us about the Fringe Festival. Well, the Fringe Festival... Um, well, a Fringe Festival. Let's talk about that. Let's a Fringe that. Festival usually means kind of the unordinary, uh, the oddball... You know, you never know what you're going to find. Right. And that's kind of what we have. Although it's sort of a domesticated French festival, sure. I would say it would, it's not your New York French festival. So right. we're in Spartanburg. So we have a, a variety of things going on. We've got some theater. We've got some cool um, Shakespeare, some solo shows, right. some new plays. <clears throat> this uh, House, of Fa- House of Man fashion show. Yes. Uh, we've got some live bands playing later in the month and we have this uh, terrific Stonewall 50th anniversary celebration. Stonewall 50th Mm -hmm. the Stonewall Rebellion. It is. Yes. Yes, June 28th at 12.03 p.m. or 12.03 a.m. 12.03 a.m. It was the, yeah, it's technically it's called the Stonewall in riots. (laughs) But it It was was a rebellion too. It was a rebellion, yes. I'll second that. Absolutely. Yeah, Pride Month kicking it off here at the West Main Artist Mm Co-op. Sandy, my man, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank Uh, you. Thanks for coming. We're going to Facebook up. We're going to send, you're going to send me some links. You got it. We're going to transmit that out to the world. All right. Yeah, right on. Hey, again, such a pleasure. Thank you, Dan. Thank you so much. So we're here right now, House of Man, fashion premiere, Brandon James, the man of the hour. How's it going? I'm doing really good. Uh, It's going great. We just finished our show here at the Spartanburg West Main Co-op and to kick off the Spartanburg Fringe Festival, and it was pretty cute. Wasn't it, though? Yeah, I think it was pretty cute. I don't know. I didn't get to see it. Oh, I got to see it, and dude, I mean, cute would be an understatement. I don't know, Q times five. Oh, super cute. <laughs> super super cute. kawaii. Super, super double kawaii. Yo. Ooh, I'll yeah, take yeah. it. Yeah. <clears throat> those hot fashions. Where are they going to find those fashions at? Thehouseofman.com. Man with two N's. That's and right. N-N. That's right. Y'all, y'all know, y'all remember Brandon. Come on, give it up. Give it up, everybody. Uh, what went into this? Um, it, it's, I mean, it's a, a lot <laughs> yeah. of tireless time, a lot of broken needles, um, tireless hours. I was up until the wee hours of this morning just finishing everything for this. Right. Uh, but we've been probably putting the collection together for about two and a half, three weeks. So we didn't like, we don't pre plan too much because we like, if we try to pre plan months in advance, then it gets closer to the date. And the style and the theme changes. It all just, uh, something so, else comes up, right? Yeah, thankfully yeah. Miley Cyrus right. dropped this album a couple days ago, and I was like, this fits perfect. So we just made it work. Yeah, and I had my publicist uh, send her a big old uh, big old fruit basket. Oh, yeah? Jam of the Month Club kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. Miley? <laughs> Miley. Miley. Yeah. Thank you, yeah. Miley, for letting us use Thank your music. Miley. Don't sue me. Nice. Oh, man, such an incredible show. Thank you. So what else do you have going on? What's coming up? Oh, gosh. I don't even know. Um, June 21st, we have the Next Queens to the Rescue in Charlotte. Yeah, yeah. And um, uh, there's a bunch of other things, but my brain is so fried right no, now. I'm going to get you off the mic, dude. You need, you need <laughs> I'm you, so sorry. You need like, hydrate. I, I'm running on like put three feet up, minutes friend. of sleep. No food all day long. Um, it was know, worth it. I'm just trying to be cute. It was yeah, worth it, dude. I, yeah, it, it was, was worth it. it. It was really, it was really cute. I'm, I'm just glad that people came. So that makes me happy. All my friends are here, and yep, yep. that means a lot to me. Hey, everybody, Brandon James, one more time. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> all right, dude. Hey, you crushed it. Thank you. Sorry, I'm so low energy. Oh I'm my just god, like, no, no, my, it, it was all out on the stage. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Heat will drain a bitch fast, too. Have you ever wondered how much Jerry Siegel and Joe Schuster sold Superman's rights to DC for? Or which uh, popular football star was uh, the Sam Wilson the Falcons' physical appearance based on? You can find all that and more at the History of Comic Books podcast, a podcast dedicated to the creators, events, history, and the companies that made the great comic book medium. Hosted and created by your friendly neighborhood, J.T. Wheatley. Please listen, give it a listen at iTunes, Spreaker, Stitcher, and all our podcasting platforms. Thank you, and go ahead and enjoy yourself a good comic book. Across the rainbow bridge of Asgard, where the booming heavens pour, you'll behold in breathless wonder the God of Thunder, mighty Thor. Hey kids, are you ready to kick ass and take names? Well, put your stomping boots on. I'm your host, Sexy Thor, and it's time for your weekly thunder. So to start off with news from our podcast family, History Comic Books Podcast released a new sort of mini review episode on the Batman War on Crime story. This past Saturday, Enough with the BS Podcast had another Facebook Live episode talking about the draft, Anthony Davis and free agency, and just literally everything that's happened with basketball over the last couple weeks. Coming soon, the next Nerd Bliss podcast episode will be released, and it'll be their interview with Mark McRae, Senior Manager of Programming Operations at Adult Swim. He's also the author of the book, The Best Saturdays of Our Lives, so you should definitely check that out. Within the comic book world, it was announced J.J. Abrams and his son Henry will be the writers of the new Spider-Man miniseries working with artist Sarah Pacelli, and it's coming this September. From what I could see in the Nerdist tagline, there was some sort of backlash to that. If I was a responsible journalist, I would have looked this up and told you exactly what was up. However, I ask you to please not make me dive into the venom and nastiness of those particular corners of the internet, for the love of God, because the internet's full of information and it's also full of poison. These are facts. I myself personally am very curious to check out this new Spider-Man miniseries by J.J. and Henry Abrams. I mean, come on. J.J. has racked up enough geek cred that we should give a Spider-Man miniseries a chance, right? Let us know. You know where to find us on the socials. Yeah, especially you. On June 28th, Avengers Endgame will be re-releasing in theaters. I can imagine Endgame is still in a shitload of movie theaters. There's extra stuff, new footage, extra footage, except it's not going to be integrated like some sort of Lord of the Rings extended edition. It's just going to be all after the credits. What about you? Are you going to watch Endgame again? In their final attempt to beat Avatar's, all of Avatar's records? And now, throw it over to the Adam Weston of like a day and a half from now, here to tell us what happened in WWE's newest pay-per-view, Stomping Grounds. Adam, tell us how Alexa Bliss won that SmackDown Women's Championship. Thank you, Saturday Thor, and actually, sadly, Alexa did not win the SmackDown Women's Championship. Bailey actually retained, so uh, thanks a lot, you jinxing son of a bitch. 
Oh yeah, and you've been spelling Kawhi wrong too, you... <clears throat> Saturday Sexy Thor, you frustrate me sometimes. But you know what? Comfort is the enemy of progress, and I am the progression of you. So anyway, I really want to send this off to Lightning Lad so he can finish that new Thunder Talk episode coming soon. And so I can watch the WWE 365 episode of Alexa Bliss. In case you haven't noticed, I'm a fan. Thank you for listening. I'm your host, Sexy Thor, and this has been your weekly Thunder of Bliss. Do you want to listen to Sexy Thor just talk off the top of his head with a vague outline? So does Sexy Thor. Then join your favorite Asgardian every meal near Monday as he talks about Marvel, DC, and what happens in the WWE in a way that I try to make listenable to wrestling fans and non-fans alike, even with an Alexa Bliss love fest so on point you might think I'm Corey Graves. Don't know who Corey Graves is? Listen to Weekly Thunder and find out. I'm your host, Sexy Thor, and remember to drink, fight, and make your ancestors proud by listening to your weekly thunder. So, Kavika and I went to SoonerCon this past weekend. It's a local um, annual convention here in the Oklahoma City metro area. It's been in different locations over the years. This was its 28th year, I it, noticed. Yeah, it was. It used to be in a different location, but this year it was in Norman. Kind of fit the name a little bit better because, you know, Boomer Sooner, Boomer Sooner, you know. Yeah, it so was also sooner, confusing, though, yeah. because we posted about it online and one of our friends thought it was an OU thing. And yeah. it's like, no, it's not an OU thing. It's a no. It's a happy nerd thing. It's a happy nerd thing. I think that's a good way to describe it. Happy nerd thing. But it was a really cool experience. Um, we went, it was a, what venue? It was a hotel, right? Yeah. yeah, it was a convention center attached to a hotel down in Norman. I can't remember the name of the location, but I mean, if anyone's Embassy that interested. It, yeah, I think it was Embassy Suites. It was Embassy Suites. <laughs> that's right. So if anyone's that interested, they can go look it up online. Check out the Embassy Suites in Norman. But guess who was there? What what was her name? Uh, oh, I'm just you're so I, grounded. Uh, I, I told Kavika I was like Nana Visitor will be at Dragon Con, and she's like who? And I said that I was I going did say to. That. I was like who? I told her I was going to revoke her Trek card because I mean I like Star Trek. I'm not like the biggest fan. I'm not a hater. You know, I'm like. A middle of the road fan. I like Star Trek. I like watching the the shows and the movies, but I don't necessarily like watch episodes over and over again and all that kind of thing. But I still know who people are. Okay, here's my little secret. I don't know who most people are. I don't in, in Star Trek, and I'm a I'm a fan. I'm a fan of the, the entire series even written, you know, but I don't know the names. You just, just rely on me to remember everything I for do. you. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's the thing. So we got, we got to see her. Yeah. We didn't get an autograph or anything. The way they were running the lines and stuff, I didn't quite understand how it worked because I'm used to conventions where either a person's available at their table and you can just go like talk to them, you know, wait your turn and talk to them. 
or they're like at a photo shoot or a panel or something and they're not available. But it was kind of strange. It seemed like she was sitting at her table, but you I had to go stand in line. I think she just sat down. Yeah, maybe, but it's like you had to go be in line, but the line was like outside of the room, and mm-hmm. it was almost like the lines for the panels are at Dragon Con, is what it made me think of, because mm-hmm. it was like you couldn't line up too soon, and like you had to line up outside the door, and then you came in. I didn't quite understand it, but since I wasn't getting an autograph or anything, it wasn't she looks great. the end of the world. She's, yeah, she does. She's what, I mean, 65? I she's think a, I think she's a little bit younger than that. I think they said she was 61. That's crazy. Yeah. She looks so good. Yeah. Well, you know, my personal thought on that is the generations like just above us, there was a lot of farming, a lot of like baby oil, suntan, that kind of thing. And like the generation just above us. It worked really hard started to spend more time indoors and we Mm -hmm. figured out like who knows what year was sunscreen invented we became more aware aware exactly that the sun could damage our skin so you notice that a lot of people that are in their 60s now and younger don't look as old as some of the people that are like in their 70s and older Anyway, but we got off looked, on a tangent. Yes, that was a tangent. But yeah, so she looked really great. What else? Yeah. We we had there were several vendors there. We there saw were some vendors. We saw some podcasters. Yeah, we met some podcasters. That some were artists. There. You, we have a couple friends that are artists out there. Yeah, shout out to Hollywood. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what her Instagram name is. But we can we can link it on Facebook for all of our listeners. Yeah. So our friend Hollywood was there with her art, and we saw uh, Alexandra was there with yes, her Alexandra. art. She has some really cute stuff. She does. She does. She's really talented. And then what else? We saw they had an art show. Yeah, the kind of like the type that they have a Dragon Con where you bid on. You know, it's they had cool. like a silent auction kind of yes. thing. They had some art on sale for charity, so that was cool. We didn't really check out any panels. We didn't. We didn't really have a super a lot of time. Yeah. And, um, we we saw some belly dancing. Yeah. They were actually pretty good. You know, yeah. like they they were they were working it. Um, it was a good time. Uh, I, I look forward to SoonerCon growing. And yeah. I can't wait to see what it's going to have in the future. Yeah, I hope that it gets bigger because, of course, the bigger that they get, the more that they can do. Because right now, it it feels like. They're on the cusp of, like, getting slightly bigger. They just need a little more support to, like, push them over to getting slightly bigger. Well, we support them, and they will get bigger. Because Oklahoma City is only getting bigger. That's true. So we're looking at you, SoonerCon. Yeah, SoonerCon. Bring it. We want to see what you can do. Everybody, uh, Kavika Alo, college graduate. Applause. Applause. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's pretty awesome. I, th- I, you know, and I looked at the the length of time between my first day of college and my last day of my undergrad, and I'm going to tell you, <clears throat> it took me 21 years to get my undergrad. So only 21 years to get a college diploma. You know what? It wasn't at least it wasn't 22. Right. That that's true. How and many years off were in the middle there before day one and the last day? Oh, um, long time. I would say sixteen years, something like that. Uh, you were you were backpacking across Europe. That's right. You know? I, were... I was living my life. <laughs> sure, Europe. Everybody's got to find themselves, mostly in Europe. Yeah, I wouldn't mind trying to find myself in Europe. I think this is just Kavika's excuse to live by chef's words. There's a time for, and a place for everything, and it's called college. So if yeah, she right. just calls, like, basically when she turned 18 until she recently graduated, if she just refers to that time as college, you know, she can just say whatever she wants about it. And everybody will automatically assume I'm younger than I am. So that's not a terrible thing. No, yeah, right on. You're like, oh, then you're 23. I... Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. <laughs> right on. Well, I mean, I'm calling this era that I'm living in of Thunder Talk as college. So, I mean, on the job training. Yeah, right. Exactly. It's been more productive than my early and mid 20s where I wasn't in college. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, we all went to college. We all got a little weird. You know, it's the 90s. All right. Back off. Yeah, the 90s. When I was in elementary school, I, I was actually surprised you were oh, born in the 90s. Dang. Everybody is. The 90s, you know, like the other day. It, it was the I mean, other day. No, it f- was the other day, damn it. It was. It was. I know, it was. Man. Come on. Uh, uh, you know, I keep Adam around because I need that millennial blood. I'm like a it keeps vampire. You fresh. Keeps me fresh, yo. Keeps my skin smooth. <laughs> and I keep Dan and Chris and Wheatley and james and jessica around because i i i need that wisdom to keep me on the path Uh, yeah i mean you're welcome for that by the way (laughs) just keep me looking cool keep me looking relevant bro (laughs) adam have you taught him how to dab yet she's over here uh (laughs) dabbing you can't see it dabbing yeah you know the like dance move yeet yeah yeet and then there's yurt that was cam newton dude he's local cam newton he's the one that dropped the dab Yes. Is he? Yeah. (laughs) You know, it's crazy. Okay, so other than the dab, I remember whenever, you know, everybody's flossing, you know? And I remember we were watching... we were (laughs) We were watching Saturday Night Live, live, and then, you know, Katy Perry's up there rocking out, and then she busts out the kid, and the kid, you know, flosses away. And then I guess the other dance that's pretty popular is Fortnite dancing, which is... I, I was literally about to say, keep that Fortnite off my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I don't like to judge games, but Fortnite is trash. You know what? Fortnite... <laughs> See, Fortnite is... That's like a... What are they calling them? Generation Y? The next Pepsi generation? The people who aren't millennials? That's what Lebowski Thor plays. Hey, I I think it's Generation Z that plays Fortnite. Is Generation Z? Okay. Let's not be... I think Millennials are Generation Y. Correct. Yeah. I've heard that Fortnite has... 
actually kind of brought kids together. Kids of different like races and classes and everything. They're all playing Fortnite. And so it's this one common thread that's kind of bringing kids together. So, I mean, it can't be all bad. That's okay. As a game, bringing people together for good society. Yes, Fortnite's great. As a gamer who likes to play good games... It is. <laughs> we don't need Gen Z coming together to just invade the world with their Fortnite and mumble rap. Uh, All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna put a cap on this, y'all. Yeah. Okay. Is that, yeah. Let's man? do it. Okay. As a uh, proudly self-loathing member of Generation X, uh, as two thirds of this show is, the millennials are all right. Generation Z is all right. And look, I mean, okay. Let Let me tie this back into Trek Lanta. You know, I, I I can be a, just kind of a grisly old son of a bitch. You know, we're all we're all just a bunch of hefty bags full of rotten meat tossed into a hot dumpster, basking in the light of an indifferent universe. Wow, that is so dark. Thank you, Rick Sanchez. <laughs> Fuck you. Continue. Continue. <laughs> I might even edit that. My ego might not even allow that into the show. You bastard. Don't edit out that out, you motherfucker. Ugh. When I went to the Trek Lana, when I when I went on down to the Trek Lana, oh, you I, went to Trek Lana. I I I, <laughs> I have to say that that whole nihilistic persona just couldn't penetrate the shields of this thing, and there were people there from all ages. Trek Lana, 2020, uh, May 1st through the 3rd. Uh, call me an asshole or something, and then we'll cut this. What's good, everybody? My name is Tyler Butler. I am the host of Enough with the BS Podcast. We are a sports show that takes the BS out of sports. I have a little bit of fun with it as well. We do, however, dive into some deep and serious conversations, such as allegations, abuse, and injustice. So how about you join me and Josh Smith twice a month on one of the fastest growing podcasts there is out of the Carolinas. Hope you're having a good day. Squad up. I'm out. It's Dan's Bad Advice Fuck yeah. Dear Dan, Charlotte and I have been friends for 16 years, ever since we met in college. She lives several states away, so we see each other only once a year when she and her family come to town for a long weekend. Beyond this annual get-together, we never chat on the phone, and communication is pretty much limited to social media. I have known Charlotte's now husband for 16 years as well, and never cared for him. When they became engaged, none of our friends thought she would actually marry him. He seems to get worse every time I see him and it has reached the point that I can barely stand to be in the same room with him. Unfortunately, Charlotte's kids take after their dad. They are spoiled, nasty, mean children, and a bad influence on my young son. Charlotte and her family were in town for their annual visit recently. Afterward, I told my ex, or my husband, I didn't enjoy it, and dread the next one. Charlotte's husband has now suggested they tag along on our next family vacation. Dan, it would ruin our trip. I don't want to go on vacation if they come with us. 
Charlotte is still as sweet and lovely as ever, but I do not want to see her husband or children again. What should I do? Hanging on for now. Hanging on for now. Uh, sounds like your friend Charlotte's husband is an asshole. I can relate. Uh, my wife's husband is an asshole. Just, just ask my in-laws. Um, <laughs> what can I say? Fight fire with fire. I think is where it would be my instinct on this. Uh, that's uh, that's my motto. Uh, why let a bad situation remain bad when you can always make it worse? Uh, you say your friend's children are a bad influence on your son. You can top that. You could definitely top that. If her kids are teaching yours foul language, have your kid teach hers how to smoke. <laughs> if her kids influence yours to talk back and sass their elders, have your kid introduce hers to the wonders of shoplifting. <laughs> now, you... you, you, you I know your instinct would be to say, uh, but they're only children. If you're going to assert your sense of self-importance over your friend's family, then you need to recognize war is hell, right? Yes. What about the children? Uh, what about them? <laughs> you know? Oops. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Their kids are messing with your kid. Boxing gloves come off. Uh, you're saying now Mr. 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 Friend's husband wants to go on vacation with you. Uh, yeah, okay, sure, totally, totally. Tell them that you're going to meet them uh, down in Florida and then go to Hawaii. <laughs> Tell them that the reservation is already set. All they need to do is cash you out on that. Uh, just go ahead and fly out there and meet you there. Tell them that you'll meet them at Disneyland or Disney World and then go to Universal. Frankly, I would send them to Universal. I'd like to Disney World a lot better. But you get the idea. I remember a story one time. Uh, my uh, this is my astronomy teacher actually uh, in high school said that uh, he had a friend. He had two friends. One owed the other friend a whole lot of money. This was back in 1972, and there was this guy wasn't going to pay him back. It just wasn't going to happen. So after about a year of non-communication, the friend who was owed the money called the friend who owed him the money and said, "Dude, I'm running a limo service in Honolulu, and you just need to get out here." You get that plane ticket, you get out to Honolulu, and I you, there's a job waiting for you. And no, the mother calling from like two blocks around the corner. So homeboy, yeah, went and dropped all of his ducats, got on a plane, got to Hawaii, no job, no friend, ha-ha. He had no money to get back. And I guess he just ended up eating acid and wandering uh, Wainimi Bay or something like that for a few years. I don't know where I'm going with that. What else can I say to this uh, this, this person? Claim your friend's husband was making a pass at you. Oh my gosh. Uh, uh, get your husband to beat up her husband. There's all kinds of ways you can go with that. All kinds of ways. Throw a fist get yourself. Get Charlotte to leave her husband. Get Charlotte to leave her husband. There you go. Then you got Charlotte all to yourself. I know. There you go. Okay. Okay. Um, how do we do that? I don't know. She sleeps with the husband. The husband sleeps with the husband. She sleeps with Charlotte. The husband sleeps with Charlotte. They both sleep with Charlotte. Okay. Here's what you do. You drug the sh the she friend husband get him all doped up while she's asleep and then your husband assuming he's into this kind of shit can take can take pictures of you all over him that will end up in her inbox boom oh no wait it can't be you get somebody i'm sure there's somebody out there craigslist uh you know what actually honestly for for uh at the at the 75 a month patreon level 
here on Thunder Talk, uh, Sexy Thor would be more than happy to go ahead and take pictures of me, Lightning Lad, writhing all over your 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 friend's husband. Uh, and then the situation, I think it just solves itself, really. I mean, in terms of her kids, once the dad's out of the picture, you, you could probably just go ahead and haul off and just scream at those kids all you want, and no one's really going to do anything about it. I know, Charlotte's going to be so in shock. She won't be in a, in a condition to berate you for scolding at her kids. Exactly, exactly, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Uh, you know, it's a free country, and you have lots of options. It's, it's, that's the important part. In this democracy of ours, we have we have freedom of choice, freedom of travel, and uh, freedom of shouting at kids. And yeah, freedom of shouting at, at uh, other people's kids. Yeah, I do it. <laughs> I don't know why more people don't. <laughs> it's Dan's bad advice column. Awesome. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think we're good, actually. Who wants to take us home? Anybody want to take us home? Beth, you want to take us home? Pick a song. No, take, take us home. take us home. <laughs> oh. I literally have headphones on and I couldn't understand. <laughs> but continue. Kavika should take us home. Oh, yeah. No, that's good. That's good. Well, I, I we just kind of wrapped up the... Our conversation about conventions and the things that we loved, hated, or were indifferent to. to. Um, thank you for joining us. Yeah, I'll, I'll end it on like someone saying something funny. How's that? Sorry, I didn't mean to make you do extra work. No, you're good. <laughs> okay, cool. is a production of The Weirdos Workshop, starring Adam Winston, Kubika Allo, Dan Klink, and Beth Allo. Dan's Bad Advice column is meant for humor purposes only. Thunder Talk, The Weirdos Workshop, and its subsidiaries are not liable for anyone who actually takes that advice. If you do, well, that's your problem. Be well and drink, fight, and make your ancestors proud. 